Are you thinking about starting a podcast for your business? Stay tuned because on today's episode, I'm going to be sharing the five things to consider before picking up that microphone. What change becomes possible when 100,000 people are impacted by your work? This question came to me one day and I have been working to find the answer ever since. Hi, I'm Jess and I help online course creators amplify their influence and create a movement with their message. And on this podcast, I am sharing the simple strategies and systems to help you impact more people with your programs so you can create quantum growth in your industry. You are listening to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Jess here, and today I am talking all about one of my favorite things, and that is podcasting. So you may not know this about me, but I've actually been podcasting for a very long time. I mean, if we really want to think about it, the first podcast I ever had was with my sister and our little um, cassette player recorder thing when I was... I don't even know, like five or six years old, we would record episodes and interviews on this tape recorder, and it was called KIDS Radio, where kids are the stars. So I have been talking into a microphone uh, for a very, very long time, but I have been podcasting in my business for longer than you may be familiar with. So I actually started my first podcast back in June of 2019 which is like three and a half years ago. And I had been in business for only about six months. And I knew that I wanted to create a podcast because it was something that was on my heart and something that I just love doing. So back in June of 2019, I launched a podcast called Fearless. And it only ended up having six episodes before I stopped. And what I realized in the process of launching that podcast is that having a podcast is a lot of work. (laughs) It's something that I think we idealize and are like, ooh, I want to have a podcast. But I hadn't put in any level of like work or intention or really thought about like, what is this going to be now that I've created it? So that's why it only lasted six months. And it's actually still on iTunes. So if you want to go back and hear the glow up, you can search Fearless um, and see if you can find it. So I launched that first podcast in June of 2019, stopped shortly thereafter, and then about 10 months later, decided to launch my second podcast. So in February of 2020, I launched a podcast called Decide to Rise. And in this podcast, I had a little bit more of an idea of what I was doing because I had tried and failed before, but there were still some big red flags that I was doing wrong. And ultimately, in July of 2020, not that much later, what is that, five months, four months later, I ended up rebranding it to the Standout CEO podcast. And this was really when I started to realize that if I wanted to have a podcast, it needed to actually do something in my business. Up until then, it really had been like random thoughts with Jess. Like, I'll talk more about this in a minute, but this that podcast was really like just me talking and had no real intention for my business or in any way to lead people to become leads in my business. And so by rebranding it and kind of refocusing it in the summer of 2020, I was getting even closer to where I wanted to be. And then finally in the fall of 2020, I started working with my friend and mentor, Courtney Elmer, to really figure out how to do this thing. 
she was creating a new program all around launching a profitable podcast. And I was like, you know what? I want to learn how to do this. So she helped me rebrand and relaunch my show the right way. And so in December of 2020, I launched the Launch Fix podcast. And then, as you may know, in April of this year, 2022, I rebranded it to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. So if you are following along, that is five podcasts, or at least five different names of podcasts, uh, just in the course of three years, which is a lot. But I finally feel like the more and more I go, the closer and closer I get to where I want to be. But I, all of this is to say, I know about podcasts because I've launched a couple of them, right? And along the way, I've learned the right and wrong way to do it. And that's what I want to talk about on today's episode. So one of the things I talk about with my clients a lot or hear from people a lot is, ooh, I want to start a podcast. And anytime that I hear that, I ask for more information <laughs> because there are some big things that have, there's some big red flags that I think that I can save you some time and help you decide if this really is the next step in your business. So one of the things that I learned from Courtney and what really made this last podcast different was I learned how to launch and leverage my podcast. So one thing you may not realize is that there is an intentional way to launch a podcast, which, I mean, you launch a program, you launch a business, but I hadn't really thought about like launching a podcast, but there really is a well-oiled intentional strategy that'll launch your podcast in the most effective way possible. And what happened was after my previous two podcast launches where there was literally no momentum and I was building from the ground up. When I launched the Launch Fix podcast, which I realize is a lot of the word launch, but here we are. When I launched the Launch Fix podcast, in the first week of that podcast being live, I was number eight in the marketing category, which if you know anything about marketing and podcasts, uh, that's a very heavy hitter category, right? Like that's where Jenna Kutcher is. That's where Amy Porterfield is. That's where James Wedmore is. And I landed in my first week right between Brennan Bouchard and, um, gosh, what is her name? Uh, I'm totally failing on it right now. But another big name in marketing. And I was number eight on the charts when I launched. And it's because I used Courtney's strategy that I was able to build such momentum going into this podcast, which was called The Launch Fix and is now called The Quantum Course Creator. That is really going to bug me that I can't think of her name. It's fine. I'm moving on. And so when you go into it with a strategy, much like launching a course, there really is a way to kind of build that momentum and kick things off the right way. You know that like you wouldn't launch a course just by like quietly opening the doors and not really telling anybody about it, right? Like that's not the most effective way to launch a course. And the same thing is true with the podcast. And I see people go into creating a podcast without a clear launch or content strategy at all. And this is one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make. And I've seen my clients make it. I have seen my friends make it where they go from, I want to launch a podcast to like, okay, I recorded an episode. Now I have a podcast. And that like, sure, you did create a podcast, but there is such a better way to do it if you put a little bit of intention into it. And that's what I want to share 
in this episode. So like I said, one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is creating a podcast without an intentional strategy. And honestly, this is exactly what I did with Fearless and Decided to Rise. I had no idea how to launch a podcast. I literally just uploaded audio to Apple and hoped it got on the podcast app. But in the like in addition to that, I also didn't have a content strategy. I had no clear content focus. There was really no connection between the episodes besides just what I wanted to talk about that week. And I had no clear path for listeners to become clients. And like I said, my biggest lesson after Fearless was that having a podcast is a lot of work. So if you're going to put in all this time and energy and work into creating a podcast and cultivating this, why wouldn't you do so in a way that's going to bring you clients? Like that just makes sense, right? If you're doing something that isn't bringing you leads and sales, it probably isn't the best use of your time in your business. The good news is that a podcast like I had mentioned on an episode a few weeks ago about going all in on this podcast, um, I like having a podcast and being intentional about the podcast is one of the best ways that I bring in clients. It is inc- an incredibly profitable part of my business. And it's one that I think that could be very profitable for you too, if you do it the right way. So Shifting from the random thoughts with Jess strategy into a more intentional strategy was one of the biggest things that I learned working with Courtney and how I leverage my podcast today and how it works into my sales strategy is completely different. And one of the most powerful things about what I do in podcasting today. So I wanted to share the five things that you should consider before starting a podcast. And these are the things that I wish I had considered before starting those other two podcasts, but that I absolutely considered before starting this one 108 episodes ago. And I'm so excited to kind of break this down for you so that you go into this podcasting thing with more like ahead of the game than I did. That is what I want to impart on you in this episode. So the first thing I want you to consider is who is your listener? So weirdly, this was a mistake that I made when I was first starting out. I knew about niching. I knew about finding an ideal client. For some reason, I did not imagine who my listener really was. I didn't know who I was talking to or let alone what I was talking about. So I was talking to anyone about anything. And it really did not make for a bingeable like podcast that people wanted to subscribe to, right? And that's really what you want to create with your podcast is something that people cannot wait to hear the next episode or who want to keep hearing from you week after week after week. So taking into that into consideration, who is your, your listener? And it should be your ideal client, right? Let's just make this super simple. Your listener should be your ideal client. The people that you want to serve in your business are the people that you want to connect with on your podcast. And I know that there are large podcasters like outside of the marketing realm who have kind of that like random thoughts with Joe Rogan style podcast, but there's a difference, right? Like they're not, you don't have to have a Joe Rogan size show in order to make money and have a profitable podcast. And he gets away with having like random guests and things because he has notoriety. 
where you want to attract a specific person and serve them with your business. So having a clear idea of who you're talking to and talking about the things that they want to hear from you is going to go a really long way. So in that vein, knowing about what they want to hear, that takes me to the second thing you should consider. And that is what is your content focus? Again, like I said, I made this mistake too. My podcast, Decide to Rise, had episodes literally ranging from spiritual practices to productivity hacks to course launch advice and literally anything in between. It was truly so, so random. And it's not at all surprising to me that people didn't stick around, right? They would see the title of the episode and be like, meh, I don't really care about that. Hmm, new moon, I don't really care about that. Hmm, like how to write an email, meh, I don't care, right? And so people weren't sticking around. They started to realize that like, I have no idea what this girl's gonna talk about week after week. So maybe I don't wanna subscribe to her show. And I had listeners, like I had loyal people listening to me, but it was not nearly what I have today because I did not have a clear content focus. So when you have a clear focus, it will make it clear why people need to listen to your show. They come to your show looking for something specific. And so when they get there and they see what you're talking about and are like, oh, I want to listen to that or, oh, I'm interested in that, then they're going to keep listening. And it establishes you as an expert in that thing. So again, your content focus should absolutely be related to your business, right? If you are an expert at creating or at baking sourdough and teaching people how to bake sourdough, you should not start a podcast about motherhood. Sure, moms maybe want to bake sourdough, but like, how are you going to drive traffic to your sourdough course if you are teaching people or if you're talking to people about motherhood, right? It is not a clear line. And so keeping your content focus in relation to your business is how you're going to create a profitable podcast that is going to drive traffic to your course or to your business. So I would recommend if you have a course on sourdough to have a podcast on sourdough and use that as a way to drive people who want to learn more to your product. And like I think I already mentioned, but it makes you an, it establishes you as an expert in that thing. Podcasts have this really weird ability to create authority and expertise. When you see somebody who has a podcast, you think, man, they must know a lot about something because they have a podcast. There's like this level of prestige and like presumed authority when somebody has a podcast, especially a podcast about a specific topic. And so when you pick that topic, especially if it's in alignment with the thing that you do in your business, it creates this expertise and establishes you as an expert in that thing. So there is big credibility markers when it comes to having a podcast and especially a podcast around a specific topic. So the third thing that you should consider, the first thing was who is your listener? The second is what is your content focus? And the third thing you should consider is how will your podcast lead people into your sales funnel? Again, this is something that I did not consider before and something that I absolutely consider now. And this ties back to the second one, right? It's kind of the whole point of starting a podcast as a business owner. You are not starting a podcast randomly. You're starting a podcast to create a stream 
of leads into sales in your business. It is a podcast is a tool to warm up leads and point them to your sales funnel. And using it otherwise is probably not the best use of your time as a business owner. And like I was with the very first one, you'll probably get burnt out very, very quickly. You'll start recording episodes and you'll realize like, man, this is more work than I thought it was. One of this is so random, but one of the other things I realized in that first podcast was that it's not that easy to talk to yourself for 30 minutes, right? I remember recording my first few episodes and they were like nine minutes long. And I was like, man, talking to myself in an empty room for nine minutes feels like an eternity. I obviously got better at that, but that was a thing that I didn't consider when I was going into it. So back on topic. Um, But your podcast is a tool to warm up your existing leads and point them to your sales funnel, to give them a clear direction into how to work with you. And so having episodes that center around your framework and methodology is key, right? Having episodes that position you as an expert and have you talking about the things that you teach is absolutely key. So when you're thinking about your content, when you're thinking about your episodes, like how can this topic drive somebody to my sales funnel? So I recommend having a call to action on most, if not all episodes to learn more via like a download or a freebie or like a direct into your webinar that will get people off of the podcast app and onto your list. Because the downside of a podcast is you actually don't know who these people are right? You can generally see how many people are downloading your show, though rather than people, you really could just see downloads. So you don't know if like there are 500 people listening this week or if there's one person listening 500 times. That data is not super clear when it comes to uh, podcast data. It just isn't. And so the downside of that is like, do you know who those 500 or one person are? And how do I get them on my list, right? The only way to know who they are and to actually serve them in your business is to get them off the podcast app and onto your list. And having a strategy in place to do so, like Courtney teaches in her program Pod Launch, is absolutely key in order to make your podcast a part of a like a profitable part of your business. So keeping that in mind and considering how you will use your podcast to get people into your sales funnel. The fourth thing that you should consider is how will you drive traffic to the podcast? Starting a podcast does not mean that it will grow organically. That is not how podcasts work. It is not like TikTok where you can create a TikTok and it goes in the for you feed or whatever and people will randomly see it and then start following you. That is not how podcast works. There is not like a podcast feed that's like, hey, check out this episode that this person you don't follow created, right? People only see your episodes if they are subscribed to your show. So you have to drive people there. You will not be discovered on the podcast app. The very, very, very rare uh, exception to that rule is if you have a very SEO-friendly podcast name and SEO-friendly podcast titles that people are searching for. Though, when was the last time you went into the podcast app and searched for something? At least not something that you were looking for something specific, right? Like you probably searched, Angie Lee is her name. Oh my gosh. It came to me, you guys. 
<laughs> when I launched the podcast, I was between Brennan Bouchard and Angie Lee. Anywho. But you probably went to the podcast app and searched Angie Lee or whoever you were looking for, right? You didn't search like launching a podcast. You didn't search like creating a sales funnel, right? Those aren't things that you search in the podcast app to find random ass podcast episodes about it. You search like for the name of the show you want to listen to. So very, very, very rarely will people randomly find you via searching because that's just not how people use podcast apps. But so you have to drive traffic to the podcast. You have to get people to the podcast app to listen to your show. It will not grow organically. And I do not recommend starting a podcast as a means to grow your following. That is not how podcasts work. So you will have to drive traffic to it. So how are you going to do that? I think it's a good idea to think about that as you or before you start creating a podcast, right? Will you send weekly emails? Will you post about it on Instagram and Facebook? Will you create YouTube videos that point people back? Are you going to use Pinterest? Are you going to run ads? All of these are strategies, but picking how you will promote your podcast to your existing and potentially new listeners is a huge part of growing a podcast. There is nothing more frustrating than taking the upwards of two to three hours a week to create a podcast that nobody listens to, right? That's where podcasts go to die, just like the Fearless podcast, right? Because I wasn't doing anything to promote that podcast. I wasn't pointing people to it. And so nobody was listening to it. And that's fair, right? Like I had no reasonable expectation of people to randomly find it, especially with such a vague name like Fearless. But here we are. So lessons learned. So I want you to really consider how will you drive traffic to the podcast? And then the last thing you should consider, number five, is how can you use the podcast to grow your following, right? You'll, it will go both ways. There is a way to use it both ways where you use your podcast or you point your following to the podcast, but you can also leverage your podcast to grow your following. And that comes with a little bit different of a strategy. Like I was mentioning before, podcasts come with a level of authority built in and people who have podcasts are more likely to talk on other people's podcasts because when you, there's nothing worse. And I love, I love having people on my show. I do, but there's nothing worse than talking to somebody on a podcast episode that doesn't know how to talk on a podcast. Again, Go listen to those old episodes of my oldest podcast. I did not know how to talk on a podcast, right? I had no idea how to speak into a microphone and how to keep a conversation going with myself. Like, there's nothing worse than interviewing and listening to an interview with somebody who does not know how to be on a podcast. And so having a podcast gives you that experience to speak on other people's podcasts. It gives you that skill so that you can then position yourself as an authority in what you teach and what you speak about on your show on other people's shows. And leveraging being a guest on other people's podcasts is an amazing way to get in front of new people and to get in front of other people's people. So pitching yourself to speak on other people's podcasts, especially when you have one yourself, is a great way to grow your following and meet new people. This is a fairly underrated strategy when it goes to growing your audience, right? People think that you need to run Facebook ads. They think that you should do reels and TikToks and 
YouTube and create all of these other platforms. But if you already have a podcast, being a guest on somebody else's podcast is one of the best ways to grow your following because it includes that third-party validation, which I've talked about before. You can go listen to past episodes about growing your following with third-party validation, but this is one of the best ways, right? And weirdly or not weirdly, some of my highest paying clients heard me on someone else's show. Literally yesterday from recording this, I had a sales call and closed a sale for a client who heard me on a podcast that aired like last week. They heard me on the podcast. They came over, went into my sales funnel, and they were like, yep, I want to work with this person and paid me $6,000. Like, okay, (laughs) easy peasy, rice and cheesy, right? What if you could create that level of authority on somebody else's show and know that it could be that easy to have somebody hear you on someone else's show come over and hire you and be one of your high-paying clients. So that is one of the most powerful things about having a podcast and being a guest on someone else's podcast is that it really does create that high, high, high level of authority. So I have some super exciting news. If you got through this and you're like, yes, I do think I want to start a podcast. Awesome. I want you to start a podcast. I think they are one of the most powerful ways to grow your business. And my friend and mentor, Courtney, that I was talking about in this episode, is hosting a free no-pitch workshop to show you the insider secrets to launch and leverage a profitable podcast as a lead generation machine in your business. So you can finally experience what it's like to be seen and respected as a thought leader and drive traffic and sales into your programs on autopilot. A hello Who doesn't want to do that? So I'm so excited to share this with you guys because I loved working with Courtney and you know that I'm very, very picky about who I share on the show. So if you have been thinking about starting a podcast and you are considering all the things I talked about today and you want to check out the free no pitch workshop, I highly recommend it. And you can go to jessoconnell.com forward slash pod launch to learn more. And that's P-O-D, like podcast, and L-A-U-N-C-H, like launch. So jessoconnell.com forward slash pod launch, or check out the link in my show notes to learn more. And I will see you there. So I am so excited about this new workshop. I think it's going to be super, super valuable for you and exactly what you should listen to if you're thinking about starting a podcast. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that it got you thinking about some things. And I wanted to share two exciting news. I changed my name on Instagram. So if you want to share with me what you thought, find me on Instagram at quantum course creator. So it's spelled how it is spelled for the podcast. I'm not going to spell it out for you, but go to Instagram, find me at quantum course creator, and let's talk about your takeaways from the episode. If you have any questions about the workshop, um, I'd love to connect there too. And I will see you guys in my next episode.